Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. You can't just go, I'm going to be a radio guy and be successful, and that's where I'm going to make all my money. Because I'll tell you right now, and this is just me talking, you will fail. You will fail miserably. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brand With, media branding coach Kipper McGee. <laughs> Hello, Barbara. Uh, hi, uh, Judy. This is Casey. Could I speak to Bodie, please? Uh, just a moment, Mr. Kasem. <laughs> there he was on the phone. Hey, it's Bodie. I said, hey, Bodie, Scott Ennis. I'm calling from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Long story short, I did him the voice. He's like, dude, do they know you do the voice that good here? Let there be no doubt, Scott Ennis is a radio guy through and through. After working his stations in various markets, his hallmark became an uncanny knack to do character voices. Then Hollywood called. Scott became the official voice of Hanna-Barbera's famous cartoon character, Scooby-Doo, and eventually other characters. Scott provided the voice for Popeye, Snagglepuss, and most recently, the world-famous Stone Age characters from that famous town of Bedrock, Red Flintstone and Barney Rubble, both in cartoons and animated motion pictures. He's also given voice to thousands of talking Scooby-Doo items like toys and video games, appeared on countless TV shows like The Tonight Show, Fox and Friends, and others, on the radio, Scott's catchphrase, hug them babies when you get home, has become a staple of Baton Rouge Airwaves. He's been voted favorite on-air personality, three years running, was named Air Personality of the Year by the CRB in Nashville, and voted from the Academy of Country Music's Air Personality of the Year. Brand with On Demand is proud to welcome the radio man of a thousand voices, Scott Ennis. And I can't wait to meet this guy. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you read my bio word for word. Uh, That's because he did, Scott. <laughs> no, uh, hi, yes. So, Scott, when did you first realize that having fun doing voices could become a paying career? And how did radio become your first stop? Well, I think it was about the time I worked for you once, and I realized there was really no money working for you, so I had to do something <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, a little different. And, no, you know, I've always done character voices, man, ever since I was a little kid. You know, I was always addicted to Scooby-Doo, and I would watch Scooby-Doo through and through. You know, back then, of course, you got to see him Saturday morning, and you couldn't miss it, or you'd have to wait to the next Saturday morning. But I would recreate the roles in my head because that's how I would fall asleep at night. I would just really recreate the scenes. I would do all the voices and my dad would be like, man, time to turn it off, bud. We got to go to school tomorrow. And I'd be like, yeah, but uh, I still got to take a ride in the mystery machine and, you know, and just stuff like that. And then I just perfected it through the years. And I got into radio back in 1982. I was doing a skate rink. I was called the Cotton Mouth, the Cotton City on B-O-W-L, which was bowl. I was trying to be a radio guy. And a disc jockey, Skipper T, came up to me and he said, hey, how would you like to get into real radio? I said, man, I'd love to. He said, I need someone to run Casey Kasem's American Top 40 on Sundays. And I was like, man, I would love to do that. So I got up there. He showed me how to do it. And I started running Sundays, you know, Sunday morning. Then it led to Sunday morning program, the church program. I signed on the 1000 watt AM and I ran all that and then did the Cardinal football and all that stuff. But I always enjoyed running American Top 40, and I would just sit there and mimic, you know, Casey doing the long-distance dedications. You know, Listener writes, Dear Casey, moving up five notches this week in our survey is a song from the Down Under Duran Duran. And I would just do all these, and, you know, later years that would really, you know, me perfecting that would actually turn into a paycheck. But uh, Well, how did you first yeah. find out about the Scooby-Doo opening, and what did it feel like to get the word that you were the guy? 
Well, here's the deal. I had gotten to Baton Rouge, Louisiana in 1996, and I got I wasn't even here four months and got canned. So I was hired by the station across the street, and I started in afternoons. I'd been doing mornings all my whole life, and I finally said, I'm done with this morning stuff. I'm not going to be that guy with the target on his head. So I decided to do afternoons, and I had done a song. I don't know if you remember, but back around that time, there was a country song out called Shaggin' on the Boulevard, and it was from the, the country group Alabama. And the original was, you know, and we'll be dancing, uh, shagging on the boulevard. And so I went in and did a parody to it, to Shaggy on the Boulevard. And we'll be dancing like Shaggy on the Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> and I started playing the heck out of it, and it was burning the request lines, and uh, and I just thought it was fun. And a guy kept calling me. He goes, hey, you need to call Hanna-Barbera and play him that song. I'm like, yeah, but I do. And then they'll send me a cease and desist, and then I'll have to stop playing it and blah, 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 blah. So after about a month of doing it, I said, you know what? I'm going to. So while I was doing my show, I called Hanna-Barbera, and they're like, "Ah, you know, Hanna-Barbera. I said, yeah, um, I'm really nobody, and you don't know me, but could I speak to somebody that's somebody? And, you know, that's when they do the click. And so I called back. They actually hung up. So I thought, well, this is going to go nowhere. Um, so I called back and I just said, oh, hi, this is Bob calling from whatever it was. I was like, yeah, could you tell me who's the head of your uh, your studio there for music? Oh, that would be Bodie Chandler. Could I speak to him? Oh, no, Mr. Chandler's a busy guy. You'll have to leave a message. I said, okay, click. I hung up. I waited 10 minutes. <clears throat> Hanna-Barbera. Uh, hi, uh, Judy, this is Casey. Could I speak to Bodie, please? Uh, just a moment, Mr. Kasem. <laughs> Bam. There he was on the phone. Hey, it's Bodie. I said, hey, Bodie, Scott Ennis. Uh, I'm calling from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Long story short, I did him the voice. He's like, dude, do they know you do the voice that good here? He goes, who taught you? I said, well, Don Messick. He goes, you, you heard about Don, right? I said, no. He said, yeah, you had a stroke. I said, you're kidding. He said, no, they're casting for another Scooby-Doo right now for a new movie wow. called Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Now, lo and behold, this movie takes place in Louisiana. Where am I? Louisiana. So I auditioned over the course of uh, three weeks. I beat out Dave Coulier for the final part, uh, Uncle Joey on Full House, and I got the part. Next thing I know, two months later, I'm in L.A. voicing Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And then, of course, other movies followed, and they heard me doing Casey, and they're like, oh, my God, you, you got to do both parts. So I ended up doing both parts, and uh, it was fun. So, Scott, what are some of the similarities and differences between working with Hollywood folks and radio people? Well, radio people are way more humble okay. than Hollywood. Okay. Hollywood, and I want to say, here's the deal, and this is my personal opinion. We're dealing with a lot of the similarities But I find that there's a little more loyalty in radio, not a lot, but there is a little more loyalty in radio than there is in in Hollywood. You know, Hollywood is a perfect example. You get somebody else, I'm going to use Disney, for example. But Disney, when they're casting voices, they don't care who it is. As long as it sounds identical to the character that they need, that's what they're going with. I mean, you could tell them this guy lives under a bridge, and they don't care. They're like, that's going to be our guy. But other entities and other voice people, they're like, hey, you heard uh, Jack Nicholson wants to voice Shaggy in your next movie. And you're like, oh, you're kidding. That would be great. Well, he doesn't sound like Shaggy. Who cares? It's Jack Nicholson. And I mean, I'm thinking thinking, you know, hey, man, Scoob, let's go out and maybe solve a mystery in the mystery. And, and they're going to go with it. 
<laughs> so I don't know. You know, I, I, I love both, but I'm not really a Hollywood guy, man. I love radio. I love what I'm doing. People, I could have gone out. I'd been way busier if I had moved to L.A. and got into that circle of doing voices. But I love radio, and that's my passion. That's what got me to the ball game, and that's where I, I I'll, I'll die. You know, I'll, I'll stay in radio. Well, Scott, you recently did a food drive for hurricane victims. Did a great job online too, especially with Facebook Live videos and things. What social media channels are you finding most effective for promoting your show? Well, I love Facebook, man. You know, some people depend on who you're talking with. You know, they're like, well, yeah, but Facebook's on its way out. I, I disagree. I mean, if we had had the technology as kids to have our own TV show, because that's basically what it is, dude. The things that you can make happen with that, you know. And I'll be honest with you. We, when we did this drive, we had done two other 18-wheelers last year for the other hurricanes that came through down here. And we got more results, and, I, and I'm not taking this away from radio, but we got more impact. Now, I'm talking about instant impact from people when I would go live on Facebook and go, okay, we need 20 cases of diapers. Like, I got to have them now, man. I got to have them now. Let me show you why. It's a visual. People were, were gravitating to it, and and, and it worked. Now, I'm not trying to take anything away from my station in radio, but I'm telling you, it's it's a device to be reckoned with, man. I mean, radio's got it works great. Facebook to me works great. It's a compliment to, to on air radio. So with all this cool stuff under your belt already and lots of gas in the tank, what's next for Scott Innes? Well, you know, I write songs. I'm, i just wrote John Schneider, Bo Duke is a good friend of mine. He has a studio down here. So, you know, we hang out, do coffee. Uh, I'm working on some stuff for him for Christmas for his uh, his studio. He's on Dancing with the Stars right now. So I'm actually kind of really helping him on the radio to rally the troops to vote for him and Emma. Like tonight, today's show, when I go up in a little bit, it'll all be, let's don't forget to vote for John. Keep him on Dancing with the Stars. You know, I'm writing songs a few years back when the Cardinals were in the World Series and then and when Houston was making a run for it, I had done a song in St. Louis called Go Nuts back when the Rally Squirrel became a, a thing. And I wrote a song and went in a studio down here and overnight Major League Baseball wrapped themselves around it. and were playing it on Major League on the, on the show, on the network, playing clips of it. And I thought, God, wow, that just came from driving down the road the other day. And here it is already on national TV. So still doing Scooby and Shaggy and Scrappy-Doo. I did Scrappy-Doo in the motion picture over in Australia, the 2002 live action. And I recently did a McDonald's commercial, uh, Scooby and Shaggy. I'm really big in the charities. I do these rock concerts uh, for St. Jude in Memphis. And I do a bunch of country shows. I'm a Heinz 57. The multi-talented Scott Ennis. Somebody you'd like to hear from? Well, we'd love to hear from you. Just email us, show at brandwithondemand.com. And that person that you recommend can join the great guests we've already had, like the queen of urban mornings, Dee Dee McGuire, the award-winning Dave Ryan from KDWB Minneapolis, and the eye and ear of media's future, Fred Jacobs, and so many others. You can check out the previous episodes at brandwithondemand.com. And now, besides all the usual places to get podcasts like iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, even the iHeart app, now you can just tell your smart speaker, play Bramblet On Demand podcast. Coming up, the very talented Scott Ennis shares things he knows now that he really wishes he knew way back then. Hang around for Scooby-Doo. Like, hey, everybody, it's Shaggy Rogers. It's Scooby-Dooby-Doo. And you're listening to Brand with On Demand. Yeah, Brand with On Demand. Hang around for Scooby-Doo. Yeah, whatever Scoob said. That's my pal. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> 
What is it that makes Music Master the favorite choice of radio programmers all around the world? Ask CKRM's Colin Lovequist. Music Master has just eased the workload and the stress, giving me more time to spend with the community. The real question is why will you choose Music Master? Find out at musicmaster.com. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brand with On Demand. We're with the really talented Scott Ennis. And Scott, we'd like to ask you, what things do you know now that you really wish you'd known way back then? People ask me, well, how do I stay in radio once I get in? Because it's a hard business to get into these days. It's not like it used to be. And I would give the advice, be willing to work more for less money. And you got to be content with that because that's just the way the ball is bouncing these days. And I would tell people, you, you got to be willing to be the, the janitor on a Sunday afternoon and, and empty the waste paper baskets while running a Casey Kasem American Top 40 while voice tracking three other cities. I wish I had known that years ago because we all go through periods where you go, oh, look, I'm an afternoon. I'm a morning guy. That's all I'm doing. Okay, That's it. Uh, I wasn't hired to, to empty the waste paper. You got to throw all that aside. You got to be humble. You got to listen and not talk a lot. Now, I haven't figured out that one yet, but I'm working <laughs> on it. So one of the things, Scott, you've always done is you've always had a couple balls in the air. So if radio, for whatever reason, wasn't there, you had your voice work or you had dances or hops right. or concerts. What do you say to the young person now about having kind of a portfolio of stuff, especially if they're not going to be the next Scooby-Doo? Well, here's the deal. you got to be a jack of all trades. And you can't just go, I'm going to be a radio guy and be successful, and that's where I'm going to make all my money. Because I'll tell you right now, and this is just me talking, you will fail. You will fail miserably. I know some of the biggest name jocks today that I idolized as a kid. And you talk to these guys now, and you're like, what are you doing? Well, I'm uh, working, um, you know, I bought into a little ice cream parlor here. I'm running a pressure washing business here. Um, everybody's got their irons and a lot of fires. And then you go, well, when do you do your radio show? Oh, I go up in the afternoons and, uh, and do that for a couple of hours. And then I go right back to painting or what I'm saying is just you, you got to have a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm tied in with charities. I'm constantly doing this or that. And my advice is just you, you have to, you got to have a, I think the word here is a plethora. Okay. I hope that's right. It is. Of stuff. Yeah. Because let me tell you, when the radio, when the guy walks in and goes, we don't need you anymore, you got to be like, well, I guess I'll just spend a little extra time on my magazine that I kicked off five years ago, you know, and sell more ads than that. Mm -hmm. So my deal is you just got to have a lot of jobs. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. Good advice. Our thanks to Scott Ennis. What a terrific and talented guy. Hey, wait till you see what's on the show notes page this time around. All kinds of great stuff on Scott. You'll find it at brandwithondemand.com. Speaking of talented, thanks to producer Cindy Huber. And coming up, ever wonder what it takes to get the attention of a top agent? Or maybe just looking for some great DIY negotiating tips? Join us for Radio's Agent to the Stars. Heather Cohn. That's a wrap, Kipper. It's not the next break or the last break. It's this break that's important. We'll talk about that in One Minute Martinizing. Find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide.
any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brandwith On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwith On Demand.